Hey gang, welcome to the Bad Boss Survival Guide Podcast, where we're on a mission to rid the world of bad bosses. I'm your host, Michael Pollack. Well, good day, folks. So this podcast is going to really be in honor of the start of a brand new year and the fact that a lot of us, we are making New Year's resolutions. We look to the next year and we want to we wanna become something better, whether that's, you know, we want to lose weight or we want to save money or we want to write each day or, or whatever it is. Many of us are, are reviewing the past year and evaluating where we want to be next year. So for the sake of resolutions, I'm going to discuss today one question that will transform any bad boss to a good boss and any good boss to a better boss if committed to, if focused on, and if truly embraced. This isn't the type of question that can be you know, answered once or we, we Google and ask the question and it, it spits out an answer for us. This, this question isn't one that we answer and then it's solved and we never reevaluate it again. We never ask it again. It's an evergreen question, so to speak. It never ends. It follows us for the rest of our lives and we're asking this on a weekly, a daily, an hourly basis. But I promise you, anyone that gives attention to this question will be on the road to success and, and better living, whatever that looks like for that individual. Okay, here we go. Here's the question. Drum roll, please. How do I affect the people around me? Again, how do I affect the people around me? You might be saying, okay, Michael, that doesn't sound very important or all that earth shattering. But let's think about this for a minute. Our entire time in education, from the time we are in kindergarten to the time we graduate high school, maybe go off to college, maybe go get a master's, maybe get a doctorate, who knows? Many of us spend our lives through our 20s in school, but we're learning about something else. We're learning about a subject or the world around us. So education is knowledge of something, knowledge of the world around you to some degree. It's not necessarily knowledge about you. And I'm not talking about you as in, okay, a, a human being. So we learn about physiology. We learn about psychology, all those things. Yeah, we learn about the human race, but it's a subject outside of our unique selves. Asking the question, how do I affect the people around me? Forces a view inward towards yourself. There's really no mechanism in our society to incentivize self-awareness, self-knowledge, self-mastery. In order to do this, it's gotta be honestly self-initiated. So unless we decide on our own to look inward, it'll never happen. The more that I learn about and know about me, the more I feel like I understand and appreciate other people. You learn to, to practice refining your influence on, on people and, and situations around you and to influence them in a, in a positive way. You know, it seems really the more advanced and intellectual our world becomes, the more we forget how simple and emotionally driven we really are. So it seems that the, the more uh, advanced and technologically advanced and intellectual our society becomes, the more we, we forget about this. I mean, we want to know the answer to something we we Google it or we pick up our smartphone
phone and type it in and the answer's right there in a snap. This is incredible, folks. Think about how much more quickly we can evolve and, and develop and mature and, and share knowledge. It's incredible, but we're not looking at ourselves. When we look to a solution or we have a problem, we do what we've been conditioned to do, to look outside for the answer or look outside for the cause of the problem. What we fail to understand is the impact that we have on shaping the world around us, on shaping the way people respond to us on a daily basis. I mean, let's face it, everything involves other human beings. And every time we come in contact with human beings, we are affecting them in some way. We like to think that as intellectual people that we work with the facts, but we only do that maybe 10% of the time, folks. Think about it. 90% of our day is on autopilot. I mean, are you, are you consciously choosing every single word you say in a conversation? Are you consciously evaluating your body language or your tone of voice? No, it's on autopilot. We're fooling ourselves if we think we're spending the entire day thinking, using our noggin, using our brains. We're not, we are on autopilot. We're essentially <laughs> unconscious, but we're affecting people around us. Last week I was at the grocery store, okay? And I saw a friend of mine from high school that I hadn't seen in a couple years, but we used to be, we used to be pretty close. I was kind of excited and she looked right at me and I was ready to, to give her a hug and say hello, but she walked right past me, reached through my, my personal bubble to get, I don't know, it was a box of cereal or something like that. And it wasn't until I said, well, hey, that she almost, she almost like snapped out of a trance. Her facial expression changed and, and you know, we, we, we caught up. But for a split second there, I felt unimportant, kind of bummed out. But then I became fascinated. And then I became alarmed at, okay, how many people throughout my day am I making feel unimportant? Am I making feel like just a means to whatever end that I'm working towards? The cashier at the grocery store, the waiter or waitress at the restaurant, am I making them feel like people or am I making them feel like just you're here to serve a purpose, do that and don't be anything else? Now, none of us probably intends to belittle someone else or make them feel like a smaller version of themselves, but the I didn't mean to, and I'm using my quotes, it doesn't matter. It's not good enough. We're very fragile creatures, folks. I mean, let's think about it. Look at the rates of, of mental illness, of stress, of anxiety, of suicides, of depression. These vulnerabilities don't just stay home while we put on our, our big boy and big girl hats and, and go do our job as professionals every day. So the challenge is sometimes we're expected to understand and feel a certain way because of the facts. Because feelings, they're not, they're not for the workplace. Let's, let's be professional, folks. But they're there. Feelings are there. You have them. Your boss has them. Your bad boss has them. Your good boss has them. Your CEOs have them. Everybody's got them. If you gain a conscious awareness of your effect on the humans around you and refine your impact for good, honestly, folks, success is practically guaranteed. There's a whole lot more going on between us and being communicated between us. A whole lot more of a transfer of positive and negative energy that goes beyond words and body language. Committing to a lifelong practice of self-mastery and refining your impact, your influence, your effect on the people around you, that sets the foundation, the bedrock for, for a culture of creativity, of confidence, independence, focus, and determination. The rest, the rest takes care 
of itself. A boss that understands this will understand that the success that they're having, whether it's financial or it's uh, innovating new products, a lot of that stems or is just the result of people feeling good. Business success is a symptom of, of joyful souls. So for you, for the year 2019, whether or not you're a boss or you're not a boss, become an observer of you. Become an expert of you. Turn your focus and attention inward. Look at the people and the situations around you and look at your contributions that you make to those things. If they're good, great. But if they're bad, avoid pointing a finger. Because when you point a finger at somebody else, there's three more pointing back at you. That's the step that a lot of times we don't take. Looking at our own contribution to a situation that we don't like it's just a lot more fun to blame somebody else, right? Nothing gets solved that way. But when you start to see that you're playing a role in these things, you'll make adjustments and you'll see that people are drawn to you as a leader, as a person who influences, not because necessarily because you have power or formal authority. You don't need that. Refine your impact on the people around you by constantly asking, how do I affect the people around me? So this practice, this practice of self-mastery, that's gonna form the base basis of, of the leadership philosophy moving forward here at Bad Boss Survival Guide. So to leave you now with, with a quote from a pretty intelligent guy, his name's Aristotle, pretty smart. He said, knowing yourself is the beginning of all wisdom. Bye for now, folks. It's the best version of you.